gut is telling me to take it slow, so And if you must know, I'm healing And yes, it is you I'm feeling You gotta know the deal and get it I'm no prude, old-fashioned, or old-school I don't operate from a list of rules It's just my priority, it is sanity Not moving from pure lust or vanity Life's too short, when I was young, I loved the sport Want this for the long haul, not for the short term This is a lesson I've learned Let's be clear, my dear Can you understand? Won't you please hear me? I mean, I'm saying this to you Right? 103.5 Homeboys Radio Nairobi's home of hip-hop culture. Yo, I told you we got a special guest in the building. <laughs> yeah. Is behind this track and is the creator of Rhyme Like a Girl and Freestyle Union Cypher. And what's interesting about this particular guest today is she was the first hip hop artist selected to work as a cultural ambassador with the U.S. Department of State. Ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. I am excited to have in the studio with me the legendary Tony Blackman. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. I'm so I'm so yeah. glad that you've come through. Yeah. What's good? I think what's good is that I have been in Nairobi all month. Yeah. Um, I'm headed to Dar on yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. I'll be at um, the Lyricist Lounge there with Joe Legendary. Yeah. The 23rd. And then I'll come back to Nairobi, okay. especially for WAPI. Great. So I'm, I'm excited Yo. to be here. Yeah, yeah. I, can't, I can't wait to, to get into that conversation mm-hmm. about um, WAPI. But let me, let, me, let me ask you first, before we get into that, mm-hmm. how's your Nairobi experience so far? Oh, I've fallen in love with the place. Is it your first time here? It's my first time in Kenya, my second time in East Africa. Uh Most of my travels have been throughout the West and the South. Okay. Um, So, it's interesting. Yeah? What are are any stereotypes that you had coming into the country that you're like, that's that's not what happens in Kenya? (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. I, I didn't... You know, the sometimes the West thinks of themselves as being the most hospitable mm-hmm. and the most kind mm-hmm. in West Africa. Yeah. And um, I find Kenyans to be very warm. Yeah. And um, strangers. Yeah. To be very helpful and warm. Um, You're in the good side of Nairobi. That's what... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, people have just been very helpful. <laughs> you're in in the good side of okay. Nairobi. Okay. Yeah, you you haven't gone to the rough streets. Okay, yeah, yeah, but it's 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 better that you stay protected. Okay, so okay. you know, let's keep tell them. <laughs> When you get out there, please tell yes. them that Kenyans are very warm. Okay, okay. okay. That's, that's what we <laughs> want to hear. That's my job. Yeah. Okay. Um, I saw that you went to Africa Nouveau. Yeah, yeah. How was that experience oh, for you? I loved it. Yeah. Um, the, I mean, the water that was right there. Yeah. The stage, the art installations, yeah. the smell of food cooking yeah. out, yeah. the DJ in the food area, yeah. the live stage. I, I absolutely... Um, had a great day. Yeah. And I'm so glad I went. Yeah. 
And we were just talking about this um, about like events or organizations run by women are a lot more effective or popping. Let's mm-hmm. just call them popping. Mm-hmm. But African Nouveau is actually run by a woman as well. Oh, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I guess you you could see that like yeah. the attention to detail. Yes. You know? Yes. It was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a dope <laughs> experience. It's like Afro EDM yeah. electronic music. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's been dope. It's been dope. Now mm-hmm. tell me, um, you are very much in love with hip hop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But let me take it back to back in the day. What was your first experience ever or interaction actually with hip hop culture and or music? My, well I mean well I came to hip hop as a dancer. Okay. I was very young, I think middle school when people were starting I mean they were breaking, yeah, popping and locking and yeah. I had a dance group. Whoa. Um we were freestyle. What was the dance bus. group called? Uh, I don't remember, but I do remember the first rap group was called the Fresh Girls with a Z. Okay, okay. The Fresh. And that girl. was in high school. We were okay. cheerleaders. Okay, okay. And my cousin and my girlfriend, we became the Fresh Girls. Wow, rap group. That's interesting. Yeah. What do you love about the culture? What I I love about the culture is its connectivity. That it it that it's vibrant. That it resonates. That the the rhythm of the culture lives and breathes through people, yeah. regardless of the language that they speak or yeah. the culture that they come from. Yeah. 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 Now, now let's talk about you know the mm-hmm. gender because the gender, I think that is yeah. one very huge conversation yes, or or like a, a topic of discussion yeah. whenever yeah, we talk yeah. about hip hop. Mm-hmm. It's very male dominated. Yeah. And as a woman in the game, um, I tend to think that uh, women may be overlooked or mm-hmm. underappreciated for mm-hmm. whatever input mm-hmm. they have into the culture and. Having traveled as much as you have, yeah. I don't know if you've noticed that in other countries as well. Oh, yeah, o- also yeah. from personal experience. Yeah, no, it's a common thread in the culture yeah. that um, the work that women do goes unacknowledged. But I don't blame hip hop because that's the world that we live in. Okay. <laughs> I mean, think about how many mothers sacrifice their lives for their children. Yeah. And I think that there are women in hip hop who give up so much yeah. recognition because they love the music and the culture. Yeah. And, um, I think a lot of the great events around the world, a lot of the hip-hop movements, a lot of the genius plans, mm-hmm. they came from women. Yeah. It's just that women don't necessarily demand the spotlight Okay, when their heart is in what they do. Yeah. You know? And I know that's been my personal experience where I'm learning mm. to take what's mine. Mm. I'm learning, you know, when a woman is assertive, she's called arrogant and aggressive. Yeah. So I'm learning to not worry about what people think. Yeah. And, and to do that less and less. Yeah. Do you think also hip-hop... Um, Maybe probably has something to do with it because it's yeah. it's rough. It's considered um, aggressive, and maybe women feel that yo, this is like um, well, kind of hindering maybe my softness. I or mean, I would say that. I mean, but if you look at the society at large, if you look at Hollywood. You know, there's so few women directors. Women yeah. directors have never won the big awards. You look at governments, many governments around the world. Yeah. You look at the churches and the mosque. Um, come on now. Yeah. Where are the women? Yeah. You look at academia. But I think particularly in terms of hip-hop, there is this distinction because it is a creative culture. Mm-hmm. It is an art culture. Mm-hmm. And, and we forget that there is masculine energy and there is feminine energy within each of us. Yeah. But oftentimes the masculine energy 
energy rules. And there are days when, as a woman, you don't feel like tapping into that part of yourself. Yeah. And so you just lay back. Okay. You know, and but there's a space of with respect. Mm -hmm. And when women's contributions are cherished and admired, they wouldn't have to fight. Yeah. To be heard. Yeah. You know, maybe you could just listen in the first place. Yeah. Do you think it's something that we can change or we can work on? I think it's changing right now. Yeah. I mean, the world, there's so much corruption. Mm. There's so much chaos. Yeah. Uh, what's being done in the dark is coming to the light. Yeah. Um, so we're going through a change right now. The world is going through a transformation. Mm -hmm. um, my prayer is that the planet doesn't explode yeah. before we get there yeah. because of climate change and yeah. war. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but true. I, 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 I think there's a transformation. And look at what's happening with hip hop. Women are coming to the forefront. Mm -hmm. And I say this all the time, although I have, I've had some very painful experiences because of I'm a woman yeah. in hip hop. Yeah. But right now... Like, for instance, um, my trip in Nairobi has been great because of Nemo at Turning Table. She's a Shout woman. Shout out. So Binti. But also because mm. of Troy White, who yeah. I went to Howard University with, yeah. um, encouraged me to come. And because Buddha Blaze, when I told him yeah. things didn't follow through, I couldn't get support. He's like, we're on it. Yeah. And three days later, Buddha Blaze and his team, Kanye, sent me an itinerary. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, so it's brothers... Who are moving me forward. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And who are uplifting me and who are affirming me. Yeah. And those key men have always been in celebration, but I was too consumed with the negative forces. Yeah. And now that I'm more mature, I, 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 I ignore them. Yeah. As best as I can. Yeah. And I stand up. I stand in my power. Yeah. And that's why I'm excited to meet you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you are such a beautiful example of a woman yeah. who is standing in her power and Ooh. is still as feminine. Yep. Yes, I get my brows done. Yep. Yes, I choose my lipstick color. Yeah. You know, you know. <laughs> I can but look I good. I can't be sexy if I want to. Yeah, exactly. I need to be. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think that's the beauty of being a woman. Yeah. Soft yet strong. Yeah. I, oh, I love that. I love that. I love that. <laughs> I love that. So we were talking um, before yeah. and things kind of got a little deeper and we were yeah. talking about um, why you're in Nairobi having experienced yeah. all the losses that you have experienced yeah. within the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. Can we talk about that? What yeah. is it that you've experienced that has led to you coming back to yeah. Africa? Yeah. Well, you know, it was a bunch of challenges. In 2016, I went through a severe burnout Yeah. because when the, the music industry kind of got to me and I realized, you know, I don't know if I have a thick enough skin for this. Yeah. I started to travel a lot. I started to do the cultural diplomacy work mm -hmm. and the grassroots hip hop organizing and underground hip hop mm -hmm. and kind of behind the scenes myself. I yeah. put myself there. Yeah. And then I ended up I was trying to save hip hop. Okay. That's what women do. We take care of everybody oh but ourselves. Yo, I yo. <laughs> You're, you're, you're preaching to me yes. right now because I feel like I, I told you about the sun cut thing that yes. I do and I started it because I wanted to save hip hop yeah. I was like okay there's nothing really happening at this particular time mm -hmm. where can people meet mm -hmm. and enjoy the vibe and kind of feel the mm -hmm. culture the and be and inspired yes. exactly and then last year I got to a point where I was like, yo, please excuse me, but I'm not going to do another event until I get my mind together. Because I was like, yo, I'm mm -hmm. doing everything for everyone and I'm not really thinking about myself. Yeah, and yeah. and 
the sadness and the hurt that yeah. it the pressure it comes with yeah. and how that affects other aspects of your life yes, as well. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it can affect you physically. Yeah. So my physical health yeah. started to go down. Okay. And I just went down the rabbit hole. Yeah. I was exhausted at five different health issues, severe acid reflux, Crazy. the fibroid tumors started to explode Yo. and it was pain and yeah. exhaustion and anemia. Yeah. And I just had to check out. I spent um I was supposed to do work in Senegal, mm-hmm. festivals and music. And I just ended up I went but I I just stayed in the bed for two weeks. Yo. I slept for two weeks. And it's funny because black women, I don't know any black women, any African women mm. that do that. I do know white women. I have white women friends who've done that. Yeah. Who just take two to three months for themselves. Yeah. I've to never relax. done it in my life. Mm. That was the first time. Because we're taught to be strong, you yeah, know, and yeah. we're taught to keep going, yeah. and we're conditioned yeah. to stand in that even when you feel weak, yeah. even when you feel tired. Yeah. And I pushed myself to the edge. I mean, I was scared of death. Yeah. Like I was that sick, and I ended up having to take like a year of slowdown, mm. six months of no work. I had surgery, mm. and then I healed from surgery, and then I, you know, I, I couldn't find a job. Mm-hmm. So I said, God, what do you want me to do? Mm. And that same day, my boy called with a literary agent. And then the next week, I looked at my bank account crying. I said, mm. God, you got to tell me what you want me to do right now. Yeah. And I got booked for a show. Whoa. Then I got a call for a, a, a tour. And then I got an inquiry to go to Uganda with where I'm like a girl. And I was like, okay, I hear you. Yeah. And I just decided to be obedient this time. <laughs> yeah. Which is how I end up here. And then... You can't I, run your destiny. You can. Yeah. And then last summer, my brother committed suicide. He killed himself. In one of the worst kinds of ways. Yeah. And as I listened to one of my little sisters crying and um, friends crying yeah. and my cousin crying. Yeah. And it, it, what I did was the grief turned into fuel yeah. for life and yeah. for living. Yeah. And I had a lot of anxiety last fall, last six months. Mm -hmm. In January, a dear friend of mine, also a very close, close friend of of Blaze, um, Gerard Foster from South Africa, really big in marketing, branding, and the music industry. He he had become a friend and an advisor Mm -hmm. and was helping me strategize what I wanted to do on the continent. But I was procrastinating. You know, here I am two years after we had that meeting, I still hadn't done anything, and he died. Mm. He had a heart attack of 40. And he's gone. And so now I I just woke up one day like that's it. And my girlfriend Tanisha, she does tours and travels to the continent and around the world. Mm -hmm. And she said, we need an intervention. Okay. Come to my house. Spend a couple nights with my daughter and I. And she sat at the table drilling me. Okay. Just strong businesswoman. Yeah. And I just had to surrender and say, you're right. So I'm here. I got a cheap ticket. Yeah. I said, Blaze, I'm coming. I didn't get the normal support I usually get from the government. I said, I'm still going. And I had a lot of distractions, yeah. invites to South by Southwest Festival and other stuff. I said, I already got my ticket and I'm going. Yeah. I'm so glad I came. I'm so I'm glad you came so to so glad I well. honored it. And the work that Nemo did to pull those artists together, it yeah. just touched my soul. Yeah. So I, I'm looking forward to coming back. Please. I want to fulfill that other part of my destiny. Yeah. Which I've known for 20 years, which was to be here. Yeah. So I'm coming. I'm giving myself a six month plan. Okay. To figure out the strategy. Okay. And the finances. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> Important. 
That's important. Yeah. Yeah. This is a whole other continent. <laughs> yeah. Was, we have the legendary Tony Blackman in the studio talking all things hip hop, talking about women in hip hop, talking about mental health as well. We're going to get into that conversation yes. a little deeper when we get into the second hour. So stay with us at HTC underscore live is where it's at. It's just all hip hop. Hip hop culture. Hip hop culture. Hip-hop, baby. On Homeboys Radio, 103.4. Homeboys Radio. We are hip-hop and R&B. Yeah. Uh-huh. said there would be days like this. And now I see. Now I see. That she was right all along. All along. And now I'm free. Now I'm free. Yeah. I see the grass ain't always greener on the other side Time get hard every time that I rise To another level, facing different devils I activate my faith just to keep it all together We think holding back, staying chill, playing it safe helps us avoid fear When really, the fear, it's still there It's just that we're not dealing with it We allow life to pass us by, watching life like it's a movie Meanwhile, we're playing featured roles, acting as if this is all okay But somewhere deep inside, we know it's not If we were willing to walk through the fear, we could get to the other side And closer to what it is we want Mama there would be days like this My mama told me And now I see Now I see Yeah That she was right all along She was right all along And now I'm free Now I'm free I see the grass ain't always greener on the other side Time get hard every time that I rise To another level, facing different devils Have to activate my faith just to keep it all together This life ain't been an easy ride But I done found my stride I won't let fear preside I had to decide to leave my hands untied And not let love be denied And to my surprise, now I recognize There's a queen inside So please hear this, no need to be Fearless. I mean, I got doubts and I got fears, but I got more faith between these two ears. It's been a long road, but so we still here. We walking through these fears, walking through these fears. I said it's been a long road, but Mama said we still here, still here, still here. Yeah. Mama said there would be days like this, and now I see, now I see that she was right all along, all along. And now I'm free, now I'm free. See the grass ain't always greener on the other side Time get hard every time that I rise To another level, level. facing different devils Have to activate my faith just to keep it all together just to keep I listen to critics, voice their opinions I let them speak with no restriction So many ears but no one seems to be listening So many eyes but no one seems to have vision They blinded by pain, that's leading to vengeance Broken spirits holding statues like they feel us, but they fearful. So it's only right that they hear this. Mama said there would be days like this. And now I see, now I see, yeah, that she was right all along, all along. And now I'm free, now I'm free. Yeah, I see the grass ain't always greener on the other side. Time get hard every time that I rise to another level. Facing different devils, I have to activate my faith just to keep it all together. When we walk through the field, that's how we get to the other side and get closer to what it is we want, to who it is we want to become.
103.5 Homeboys Radio Nairobi's home of hip hop culture, walking through fear. Yes. To talk to me about this first. Well, it's so important. You know, so much of my life has been about managing my mind, mm-hmm. um, the overthinking, and my sensitivities. There's a lot of creatives who are empaths and overly sensitive people, and like that's me. why. Yeah, I, I think I'm too sensitive. I'm very yeah. emotional as exactly. well. Exactly. Yeah. There's a lot I of us. overthink too. But see, but this is why there's so much addiction amongst artists. Yeah. Like that no one is talking. Oh, because I don't know if people understand the the reasoning behind. You you have to find something to cope. Yeah. With all of the external forces and the, the environment and the stimulation. And yeah. That sort of thing. And so I started writing lyrics and talking through my own healing process and my own growth. Mm-hmm. And so I was making songs for that and then it evolved into this idea of a hip-hop meditation content yeah. series. Yeah. And I was um, working with a producer who I was dating at the time mm-hmm. and ended up being a toxic, toxic relationship. Yeah. But he was the midwife for this part of my life. Okay. And so sometimes we go through experiences. You got to go through it to get to it yeah he was that and, and he i mean it was two years too long in the relationship but wow. that one year yeah he was supposed to be in my life yeah and i was in his and but he chose at the crossroads he chose to stay where he was when he could have come and it was just it, it's deep when i look back at it yeah and and i've been on a roll the past few years recording all kinds of things i'm um, around forgiveness yeah letting go going with the flow yeah I have a thing called R.I.P. Friendship. Yeah. Um, the F Word Pro EP, yeah. which is about forgiveness. Yeah. Um, the the two that I'm releasing next month through this indie label, Independent Ear, mm. is um, Clear Your Mind. So I have a song called Why Worry. It's my, it's my first trap meditation. Okay. So it's just trap, but the whole song is Why Worry? Yeah. Why Worry? Why Worry? Why Worry? Why Worry? Why Worry? Why Worry? And it's, hey. and it's saying, like, if you have control over it, why mm. are you worried? Okay. And if you don't have control of it, why are you worried? Okay. Why worry? Okay. Like worry is is useless. I, I get what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> true. 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 That. True. That. Talk to me about this hip hop meditation. How how did it come about? What is it in the first place? Well, it's it's about mindfulness and mm-hmm. it's about mental health mm-hmm. and it's about us taking care of our mental health. Yeah. And knowing that a lot of like. If you want to be fit and you want to have muscles, you work out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But if you want to be mentally well, right? Yeah. And sane and peaceful, people think they can just do nothing. Yeah. You got to do something. You got to work out the you brain. You got to work yeah. out the brain. And yeah. if you have trauma, which many of us do, mm. childhood wounds, uh, relationship scars mm-hmm. from broken hearts, you got to heal them. And yeah. healing them involves inner work yeah and so that work on the inside yeah and we neglect it way too often and we walk around with all this stuff yeah and this baggage you know people even they get married with a closed heart yeah how do you have a blocked heart a cement block in front of your heart and you're getting married and that's not fair to who you're marrying or to yourself and you're missing out on joy and so it was rooted in the concept of using hip-hop to promote emotional well-being. Okay. And we all deserve joy. We all deserve happiness. We all deserve love. We all yeah. deserve peace, which years ago would have sounded really soft. Yeah. <laughs> True. And hip-hop would have been like, what? What? But We're now rough. people are losing their minds. Yeah. 
people, people are going suicide. through depression, yeah. going through committing suicide. So people get it. Yeah. And I guess that's why it took so long for me to get to where I am with it. Because it just wasn't time yet. Okay. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I like what you're saying. Um, so talk to me about this experience with your brother. Yeah. Um, first, okay. Get into that point. Yeah. I mean, just talk about it in 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 general. Whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah, yeah. Of course, sharing. Yeah. Um, D- were there? Do you think there were any telltale signs? Yes, 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 yes. And and how did you deal with that, or how are you dealing with that loss? The fact that he took his own life, yeah. and there were signs that you could you would have seen, and maybe yeah. said, "No, we can talk about this. We can work on it." Well, you know, th- there's some people like I talked to my brothers. He he had been divorced for some years now, okay. but um, she was the mother of his of it was three of his children, mm-hmm. and it was just interesting because we both agreed when he did, when he decided he was doing something he was just that kind of man he was going to do it oh okay and he had gotten to the point but i we had he had stopped speaking to me there was like four or five years we had like he just stopped speaking to me like Poof, mm. because um it was rooted in one point where his daughter had shared something with me and he felt i should have shared it with him okay and she shared in confidence and it wasn't deep mm. But it was the space where he just kind of he started to shut a bunch of people out of his life, mm. and so I realized it wasn't personal. Yeah. So what I did was I called to let him know I loved him, mm. and I did everything I could in my power to make sure that he was clear mm. that I loved him mm. and I was going to love him regardless. Mm. And there was one point where he wouldn't call me back, and I said um, I left a voicemail. I said, well, you know, um, I, I have a trip and I'm going to be in town. Um, I got booked. So if I don't hear from you, I'm just going to come by your job. Mm-hmm. And that Sunday, he says, well, you know, God was pressing on my spirits. So I caught Because oh, <laughs> he knows what kind of person I am. Yeah. I would show up at his job. Yeah. So he called. And we had an authentic conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm glad that I did that work. Yeah. Because I would feel like crap if I had it. Yeah. And the, but there's also the acceptance piece of it. Yeah. That a person has to want to receive help to get the help. Yeah. And he had struggled with depression at one point years ago. Yeah. He had, I can't remember if it was a really a all the way suicide attempt or a suicide threat like 15, 18 years ago. Yeah. Um, so I, I started preparing myself a long time ago. Yeah. Um, I, one of my sensitive traits is that I know when people don't want to be here. Okay. You can be a stranger. I know when someone does not want to be on earth. I can feel it. Yeah. I know when people are close to death. I can feel it in my gut. Yeah. So I knew. And when he stopped speaking to me, I started to mourn our relationship. Wow. I started to mourn it. We had the same father, but grew up close to each other. Mm -hmm. And he was so close to my maternal family that he was in the obituary of my grandparents. Wow. And that in my uncle's church, he was the deacon. So he was my family. That's why I hate when people say half brother, half sister, or stepbrother, stepsister. I hate that. No, we family. And um, I started to mourn. And I started to release long before this happened I just didn't believe he would do it yeah and I didn't believe that he would do it the way that he did it he shot himself in the mouth wow and um, I never believed he didn't and he didn't prepare his children he didn't do paperwork that's how I know he lost his mind because he loved his kids wow 
And I said, oh, he lost. He really lost his mind. Yeah. Because he would not, in his heart, have left his children in that way. Yeah. So it must have just gotten... And there's that space where I think the healing has to happen before the person goes in that route. Yeah. And because we ignore, particularly in men, yeah. we ignore their pain, their childhood pain, their childhood wounds. Mm. We allow them not to talk about it and they carry those burdens. Yeah. And over years, those burdens start to build up until there is an explosion of some yeah. sort. Yeah. So some go the route of addiction. Some go the route of um, becoming violent. Yeah. Some just isolate themselves and they hermit away from other humans and mm -hmm. live miserable lives mm -hmm. and go into depression. And yeah. then others just go all the way and yeah. just exit the earthly plane. Yeah. Yo, yeah. That's, I mean, I'm looking at you talking about yeah. this experience and yeah. it's really taken me back because I started a mental health campaign mm -hmm. under Uncut because mm -hmm. somebody very close to me tried to commit suicide. Yeah. And I got the phone call. Yeah. So I, I was told, come home now. I'm like, okay, yeah. what's the problem? It's 6 p.m. You people don't call me home at this right. time. So I'm calling the person that I'm thinking would tell me what is going yeah. on at home. But then I get, I call my mom and I'm like, yo, what's happening? I'm being told to go home. Yeah. So she tells me X tried to commit suicide. She took an OD. I'm like, what are you talking about? Right. The happiest person at home. Right. Yeah. And I was just... For, for a, a quick minute, like, my head was spinning. I was just like, I don't understand what's happening. Yeah. And then I got home and, well, the person didn't pass away. But whatever happened with her is still with me to this day. Yeah. Sometimes if my mom or my dad calls me, I'm just like, please, God, don't, don't, please, like, let it be yeah. some other stuff. Let it not be that somebody passed away because yeah. they committed suicide yeah. and and I think what's discouraging also about mental health mm -hmm. things like depression they say it's like something recurrent like you'd be good for a couple of years yeah. and then after that something bad would happen Some and it would, yeah, yeah. it would take you all the way to that yeah. bad place and I just felt like it was important for us as people in hip hop in the genre where we're like F everything else and I'm hardcore and yeah. yes. I, I'll pull up to your hood and I'll smack yeah. the ish out you for us to also embrace our vulnerabilities because yes. we, we all have that soft side. Yeah. We all have that point where we're like, yeah. okay, God, I really need someone to talk to. Something is going bad or, you know, I, mm -hmm. I need a support system or my music mm -hmm. is not really popping off the way I thought that it would. Right. And because of that, I'm depressed and I need somebody to talk to. Right. So what, what would you say, like, is important or or the the light that hip-hop is shining on this mental health even with the meditation well i think a big thing is i remember when my when my brother died no one wanted to use the word suicide yeah and no one wanted to talk about it and yeah. i didn't feel comfortable saying it for two or three months i didn't say it out loud online yeah and i'm like well if he died of a heart attack i could say that if he died of cancer you'd say, say that, that yeah but i couldn't say suicide you know yeah um and i think what hip-hop is now doing is giving people permission to say that yeah and to say it out loud and 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 i think there are a lot of hip-hoppers who are saying it out loud that they went and got therapy yeah and that they got help and they realized they needed help and they're talking about it openly yeah. and that's one of the beautiful things about rap music you can say what you want about it but rap music is always at the forefront yeah. of these big shifts yeah 
you know? Yeah. And maybe because we're talking and there's more space for words. Yeah. You know? But it's at the forefront and there are a lot of hip-hop mental health types of um, initiatives mm-hmm. and conversations happening. Yeah. And I'm excited about it um, that people are now... We need to talk about it unashamedly because, yes. like, if we still... I, 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 someone asked me why mental health and I said, I feel like it's a conversation we all tiptoe around, but no yeah. one is really willing to talk yeah. about it out loud. Yeah, yeah. Like, this happened to me or I had a yeah. mental breakdown. I think yeah. sometime last year I had a breakdown. Yeah. I was just telling you, like, when you said yeah. you took time, yeah. two weeks to just sleep. There's yeah. a time in my life around August last year mm-hmm. where I was just in the house for a whole week. Mm-hmm. I didn't leave. Yeah. I didn't have my phone. Yeah. I would, Like, I was just in bed. Yeah, thinking about life and yeah. and reflecting and kind of just yeah. breaking down. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, at that, yeah. and you know what's hard about that is you have to come back on the radio and be like, "Yo, what's popping? We're happy. Exactly. The energy is up." And and, yeah. and people don't understand that it's a it's a it's a cycle. It's a fight. Like, how can I pretend to be happy when I'm really not? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even the grieving process. Yeah. You know, people say, "Oh, okay, you're fine now." Yeah. Or even when I was physically sick and dealing with burnout, yeah. my mental issue, yeah. they they were like, "Oh, you're you're you look healthy, good." Yeah. Okay, can you come to this? Can you do this? Okay, we have 500 kids coming to this. Can you do this? Can you yeah. do this? And they don't understand that it's a process. Yeah. And that you have to, like, it's like re-entry. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. also when you re-enter, you need to do it differently. Mm. So you can't go back to who you were before you had this breakdown. Yeah. Which then inspired this breakthrough. Yeah. Now we got to change. Yeah. True, you know? yeah. true, true. Like I, I keep thinking about it. And the person that I was before, right, and the person that I am right now, right. you wouldn't be able to recognize. Right, right, right. Like, right, yeah. I look in the mirror and I'm like, so much has changed. Yeah. I've experienced things so differently. Yeah. When people talk about mental health, or or um, there's a rapper who tweeted one time on Facebook, yeah. or he put it on Facebook that yeah. I don't want to be here anymore, and I don't have any relationship with this rapper, but yeah. I had booked him for my show, so I called yeah. him. And I was like, yo, whatever it is that you're going through, trust yeah. and believe it's going to be okay tomorrow. Right. Don't do whatever it is I've seen you right. posted on right. Facebook. Because, yeah. you know, people still need to hear your raps. Yeah. And you need to bless another life. You need to, yeah. you know, you need to be around. Yeah. yeah. So talk to me about Rhyme Like a Girl. <laughs> yes. Okay, Rhyme Like a Girl. Well, you know, Rhyme Like a Girl came out of my work with Freestyle Union when I realized that women needed a space to build their skills mm-hmm. amongst women. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to that masculine energy versus feminine energy thing mm-hmm. like there would be a space in the cypher where we'd be freestyling I have these freestyle exercises and we'd be going through the exercises and none of the girls or women were rapping mm-hmm. and so then the guys would be like okay come on Ruby rap you yeah. can do it Yeah, you can do it Ruby you can do it yeah. not realizing rap, Ruby knows she can rap yeah you know, she's just not feeling the vibe mm. or she's not understanding how to enter or maybe she's contemplating, you know, whether or not she wants to rap today, yeah. which is what women do. Yeah. And so creating um, this space um, helped 
women be able to just grow in a safe space and women have different stories they need to be able to tell yeah. to nurture yeah. and it's a different kind of fellowship mm. and then they can go back into the general population I'm talking yeah. like it's prison yeah. they can go back into general <laughs> population yeah. and then be stronger Yeah. and so it started as a I thought it was going to be working with girls mm. but then when I was trying to recruit for girls I had a fellowship with Open Society Institute uh, mm. funded by George Soros to see the idea but girls were not signing up. Mm. I was going to junior high schools and high schools. And that's when I realized it took me a year to figure out. Mm. Girls would not claim the title of MC or rapper, uh-huh. even if they rapped. Okay. And they would come to a poetry workshop and they find out I rap. And then they say, well, you know, you know, Miss Tony, I'm a poet. I don't really rap. Like my brother, he raps. Yeah. But I have this rap I want to share. Yeah. And then they would open their book and spit hot fire. Disclaimers. Yo. Grown women do it too. Yo. Disclaimers. And that's when I started to understand the science of the work. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. That's what's happening. That's what's happening. Yeah. And it's so beautiful now. Yeah. That was like 2004. Mm-hmm. And now fast forward, you see all of these women doing stuff. And so I've done the the Rhyme Like a Girl workshops with up to like 35 women and also with just five women. Yeah. And I kept it going even with no funding. It was in my living room. And so now Crazy. the interest has picked up again. Yeah. And um, we, we did Uganda, tour in Uganda in August. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to be doing Benin mm-hmm. um, late May, early June. Mm-hmm. And we're here. And so Nemo is like down. She's like, let's do Rhyme Like a Girl, Nairobi. Yeah. yeah. And so these poets, singers, and MCs showed up. And so I'm looking forward yeah. to what we can create and build here. But the idea is creating a space for women to become their dopest. Yeah. Um, to build relationships with other women. Yeah. And to understand the collective power that we have access to when we work together, and which has been the most difficult thing in my work. Yeah. I mean, I've had women DM me over the years. Um, I want to work with you, and I want to do this and that, but I'm not really interested in this collective thing. Wow. Yeah. Yo, it's I. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it's just the dynamics. Maybe like if a female rapper comes up, it's like, oh, it's that versus this yep, one. It's the music industry. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. everybody else. You see, like Nikki was also talking about. They they had paid Lady Leisha some amount of money to start beef with her, yeah. but Leisha was like, no, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. So it's it's some of these beefs are also generated by the industry it's like yeah. mm-hmm. no two female rappers can be at the yeah, top at that, the same they time and call i call that the uh, first lady syndrome I, I think it's swag. I think it's swag. Also for, for female rappers yes. who come in the game, like, I'm number one and forget the rest. It's yeah. like, how are you going to be number one if there's no one else behind you? Right. We have to be exactly. all popping. That is a powerful You point. feel? Like, yeah. we, we all have to be popping yes. for me to be like, I'm, I'm the top of the class and you're yeah. last. You can't be number one yeah. in a race solo. There's space for everybody, you know, there's space. And so, like, I've been doing this a long time and kind of been in and out with my commitment to, like, being an artist. And so there are folks who try to write me off and write off the work. Yeah. Because I'm not where they are. And and they never take to consider, maybe I don't want to be where you are. Yeah. And maybe I'm doing my work. And it's just as meaningful. Yeah. As I create platforms for yeah. other artists. Yeah. And so I've learned to just own that space and accept that, um, you know, revolutionary change has often happened with a small community. Yeah. Everybody benefits. 
but everybody's not willing to sacrifice yeah. to do the work. And yeah. that's just, unfortunately, the way it is. But I, I have better discernment. And now I don't work with women who think like that. Yeah. Like they're not going to benefit from my expertise and my experience. Yeah. That's their mentality. Yeah, I'm also all for women in hip-hop, but uh, I get sometimes like there's a lady who was dissing me and I don't even yeah. know why she was dissing me. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know what? All this energy, I don't need it in my life because yeah. I support. I genuinely yeah. support from the heart. If yes. I like your stuff, I'm going to post it on my Instagram. Right, right. Like, I'm not going to post it as I'm yeah. a radio person. Yeah. Like, I'll post it as I'm a fan. I yeah. genuinely like yeah. this song and people need to know this song. Yeah. So if you come through with all the negative vibes and yeah. you want to say some something to me, something yeah. you may not know about, yes, it's just like, yo, I'm not going to deal with that. Let's yeah. see how far you're going to go on your own. And that's the best approach. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if it's meant for you, it's meant for you. Yeah. And so there are certain things that, I mean, even when I, I was out of the loop for how many ever years, yeah. when I had surgery and I healed and I came back, yeah. the universe said, you ready? Boom. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. And so the choices have been my choices mm. in terms of what happens next. Yeah. And so rebirthing uh, what I do with Run Like a Girl and the Cypher was just a part of my life's work and my destiny. And, I, and I'm being obedient. Yeah. I like that. And everybody doesn't have a call. I like that. I didn't choose to be hip hop. Yeah. Hip hop chose me. Yo, that... Me too, man. Yeah. Me too. I have this one question before we get back into yeah, the mix. Yeah. There's this term in uh -huh. hip-hop. You know, we're talking about women in <laughs> hip-hop. And I'm glad that we can finally have a meaningful conversation around this, you yes. know? So there's this term that everybody seems to be cool with. The bad B. Uh-huh. I can't say it on air. Yes. But it's, it's a term that has come to be accepted. Women are saying it. Um, men are saying it uh -huh. in the music, in real life as well. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on that particular term? I mean, it's like the N-word. I mean, we say it, we do it, but it's not right. Yeah. Because if someone said that about your mother, yeah, you would want to slap them. Yeah. And so there's a contradiction in there. Uh -huh. Um I, I've heard all the science about um, how we give new power to the word, how we redefine the words, mm -hmm. but there's also a painful history to it. Mm. And so when we break out that science, we are essentially manipulating language in order to justify our actions. Oh. Now, if you hear me say it, I'm a hypocrite, right? Yeah. You hear me use the B word, I'm a hypocrite. You hear me use the N word, I'm a hypocrite. Mm. But I'm acknowledging authentically that I can be. Okay. You understand? Okay. But um, would you want your 10-year-old daughter saying it? Mm -hmm. I always go to these things. You know, I go back to this. Like, I, I, I still think that too many men use the B word yeah. in a negative connotation this when they true. talk about women. This is true. They're, that is why it's, it's hard to accept. Uh, for me... Especially the B word is like no man is allowed to call me that, regardless of whatever position you think you hold in my life or in life. Period. Like you are not allowed because I feel like you, if you allow them to say that, they might overstep the boundaries. Yes. And then one time they'll say it in a bad way and it'll be like, "Oh, so this one time you can't yes. call me the B word, but yeah, this yeah, other yeah. time you can call me the B word." Where do we no, stand? No, I with said that? it in my workshop with the teen girls. Yeah. You know, from around they're from around the way, and I said, "Look." Suppose that your man is in the kitchen cooking you lunch, right? Yeah. And then he says, B, come here and eat. How is that? You know, it's me. that space of 
I, 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 this is just a contradiction. Yeah, but I, um, I don't. I, I choose my battles. Mm-hmm. You can't say it in my cipher workshop mm. for a host of reasons mm-hmm. because it takes down the vibration. Mm. But you can do whatever you want to do in your own time. Yeah. And I don't argue you, argue with you. I don't fight with you. Yeah. That's on you. Yeah. But in this sacred space where we're going to get open and surrender and get our hearts on another plane. Yeah. No. It's not allowed. But it's just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yo, we've got... <laughs> We've got Tony Blackman in the studio, man. The conversation is heated up. If you have any question, you can hit us up at HC underscore live. Hashtag HC. Shout out to JN Shine, who's saying, um, today's show is so deep. I'm glad we're talking about mental health. Awareness can be increased in simple ways, such as just by talking about mental health and mental illnesses. Um, these conversations should be held in workplaces, schools, or in our homes. That's for sure. Yep. We definitely need to have more conversations about more honest mm-hmm. conversation mm-hmm. about mental health because yes. I, I I found out last year when I was going through my own thing it was very hard for me to talk to anyone like honestly yeah. and be like yo I really lost my ish and I'm mm-hmm. not in a good mm-hmm. place mm-hmm. it it took me about maybe like two months after the breakdown to actually be with someone and be like yo yeah. I don't think I'm right I don't think right. I'm wrong because yeah, everyone yeah. else would ask are you good I'd be like no but I- I'll get through it and they'll ask what's the problem and I would I would like be on the surface like oh you know there's this thing that mm-hmm, happened mm-hmm. but then for me to actually get to the point where I'm like yo I'm breaking down and right. I am really going through a rough patch it took a while yeah, and yeah. when I said it is when I realized that I had been lying to people. Like, yes, yeah. people knew I wasn't okay, but they didn't really know the depth. Well, I, but I think there's also the reality that people don't know how to respond to the depth when we share it. Yes. And so we withhold. Yes. Because then there's the other job and the labor yeah. of explaining. Yeah. And get them to understand, yeah. which is exhausting. Yeah. Or having people, itself. you know, even use it against you. Yes, yes. Somebody actually, like, unashamedly said something disgusting about... Yeah, I, yeah. Ha- I held an event for mental health, mm-hmm. a basketball tournament, and someone said something very disgusting about it. Yeah, yeah. And... I thought he was my friend But mm-hmm. right now I can't even be in his house Yeah Cause I'm just looking at him Like you're such yeah, a Side eye <laughs> Yeah it's like I have words for you yeah. But at the same time I do not have words for you yeah. I just like What kind of person are you For you to Make fun of a situation Where people yeah. are dying Like th- That's yeah. not cool Well I, I found that There are also people who on their best day don't have the capacity to have empathy or be sensitive yes, yes. and so w- they'll say well you look good yeah well you look good because yeah, they like, don't want to have to yeah. deal with it they don't want to have to talk about yeah. it well you look good yeah, I th- hate they that. actually said that to me they're like well but you look better than ever before I'm like yeah because I feel like crap I'm not gonna feel like crap and look like yeah. crap <laughs> okay one yes. of us one of us has to look yes. good <laughs> Yeah, one of us has to look great, man. Like, I'm not gonna if I told if I look like crap. You people would obviously have something Uh to say about that as well. Mm -hmm. So no. And there's the other part of that too, where people assume that now you're handicapped. Yeah. 
You know, yeah. so they can't invite you to anything. Yeah. They can't hire you for anything. Yeah. You lose work. Yep. And that's what happened where I lost work. Where I'm yeah. like, yo, I'm not dead. Yeah, yeah. I'm going through something. Exactly. I'm still here. Yeah. I can still work. Just mm-hmm. give me time. Mm-hmm. Give me time. Mm-hmm. So speaking of uh, Rhyme Like a Girl, yeah. this particular artist, Moonski, yeah. she's on this track. I you, heard her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, did you get to work with her? Yeah, Moonski was in the workshop we did at Turning Tables. Yeah. And she's really, really dope. She's and has so cool. great energy. She's yeah, so dope, yeah. So. She's one of the artists, actually, that um, I think I, I... Okay, when I see an artist on the gram yeah. or on the internet or yeah. whatever, I'll just be like, yo, I'm a radio presenter. Do you want us to do something? Yeah. I'll just be like, yeah, let, let's collaborate on something. Yeah. And I've, I, this particular record was actually created because mm-hmm. these two artists met at my gig. Oh, dope. Yes, yeah, so I was like... Dope, dope, dope. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's dope. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope, man. Um, there's this question that I wanted to ask you. Yes, mm-hmm. since we were talking about the N-word and Bad B before, <laughs> you have traveled in a lot of countries. Yes. You've also been in Africa before. Yes, a lot. So are you cool or not with Africans using the N-word? Uh, well, at this point, it is what it is. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, you could call me a sucker, a sellout. Yeah. There's some stuff I just don't worry about anymore. Like, yeah. I'm here to do my work. But yeah. if it comes to where it's in my space yeah. and I need to speak to it, I do speak to it. I've had young people walk up to me. What's up, Miss B? You know, it's yeah. nice to meet you. Yeah. I'm an N, too. Yeah. Oh, uh, I want you to meet my B. You know, oh. that sort of stuff. And if they do that and they're of a certain age, yeah. I'm going to check them as any great auntie would. Yeah. Now, for somebody who's my peer, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm less likely to say anything. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I might look at them in a certain way. But it slips. I mean, everybody around me uses the word. Yeah. The N word. Yeah. The B word, not so much. But yeah. everybody around me uses this word. Yeah. It slips in and out. Yeah. You know, um, there. I know. I have friends who are trying to fast from it, yeah, and to detox it <laughs> okay. from their um, vocabulary, yeah, because they reach a stage of this realization where they realize, you know, it's not purposeful, yeah. But I don't. I. I, I just think we have so many battles, yeah. It's not bigger, it's not the battle. Great, for me. Yeah, there's. You know, I want to save lives. I want to help artists um, have great careers. I want to have artists become leaders. Yeah. I want to see artists evolve to their best and highest self, so they're making an impact and doing more than becoming a rap star. Yeah. This is my journey. This is my purpose in life. This is what I've been called to do. Amen. So sister. those particular artists, yeah, we might have a conversation. Okay. But the rest of the people, it's not my. It's not for me. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I choose your battle. People. Okay, not every fight is to be fought. Not every fight is to be fought. So talk to me about Wapi. I hear you're performing, and yes. it's, Wapi is coming back. Wapi, Wapi is relaunching. I'm yes. really, really excited because yeah. you know Wapi is this legendary event. Yep. I've had a few videos that went viral. Yeah, and so Wapi, the work that plays it, Wapi became like the face mm. of hip hop in Africa for yeah. quite a long while. And I don't know if he realizes yeah. how great of an impact it made where people are like look at that look at that energy I need to be there yeah you know and so it has been um, a force and I'm so happy that he has returned to center and I find I feel like there are a lot of people coming back to the essence of what they're supposed to do 
And it's a lot of labor. It was a labor of love for him. Yeah. And so I I hope to see it elevated yeah. to its proper space to have the history of it acknowledged and yeah. recognized. Yeah. Because Blaze is such a cultural connector. Yeah. And um I guess I don't know what you call him. Uh, uh, hip hop diplomat for the world. He's the plug. Yeah. This is the word. <laughs> he is the plug. And yeah. he's like a go to guy for all things art and culture, not just hip hop. Yeah. And so he has the intellect to represent it, the business savvy to move it forward. Yeah. And then he has the compassion. Yeah. That he is really required cares to about care it. for people, yeah. to care for Africa, and to care for the hip hop culture. Yeah. That's, That's dope. powerful, you That's know. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. And and it after it went under or stopped, yeah. people. I also started uncut because I was like, everyone was at Wapi, so where are people going now? Yeah, yeah. And and some of the artists who are at Wapi are now popping off. Right. So what's gonna happen to the new artists who are yes. coming up? Where are they gonna get that yes. platform to yes. also, you know, get a leg up? Yeah. So I, I'm super excited that it's back. I know the hip hop yeah. community is also crazy yeah, about Wapi because there's some artists from Turning Tables that yeah. are gonna be down. And then I was at Art of Hub. Yeah. Um, the other day had a beautiful jam session. Yeah. yeah. And so a few of the artists from Art of Hub are gonna feature. And these are like new talents. Yeah. Who've never done big shows, Dope. but they're good. Dope. And they're super. super Super gifted, and so I'm really excited to see them yeah. like put in the work and shine. Yeah. I'm excited to see you <laughs> on stage. I'm excited to see that. I mean, I'm excited to build up on this relationship. Yes, yeah. Yes. So I, I definitely look forward to talking a lot yes, more and to networking and building. Yes. And I, I want to see us create something. I knew at a yeah. very young age that part of my function in life was to create a bridge. Mm-hmm. From people of African descent in mm-hmm. the U.S. Mm-hmm. to to African people here on the continent. Yeah. Like I've known this for a very long time, and the trajectory of my That's career beautiful. is reflective of it. Yeah, it's just I didn't have, uh, I guess, the business acumen. Okay, to know how to elevate it beyond um, a nonprofit work and humanitarian. But now it's time to do business. Yeah. Which is why when Blaze says we're going to do this, I show up. Yeah. We're going to do it. Yeah. We're going (laughs) to do it. We have about seven minutes to the top of the hour. So now it's about that time that you drop some. Oh, we're going to spin. Yeah. What are we spinning on, Andy? What's up, DJ Andy? Hey, what's up, Ike? How you doing, Andy? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> so I have a little something for you. Mm. Okay. How about you have a listen, yeah? Okay. okay. The Sermon 2.0. Oh, this is the sermon? Yes. With Miss Tony. Ah. Uh, the Sermon. Ah. Uh, 2.0. Oh, what? Ah. Uh, the Sermon. Homeboys. Radio, ha. Yeah, we spittin'. About to get it in. Turn it up just a little bit so I can hear it and I can feel it. Ah, so this beat, give me space so I can heal it. What? I'm trying to debate if I'm gonna spit a little freestyle. If I'm gonna get loose and get buck wild. Here in the studio with DJ Andy. Yeah, and my girl Ruby. What? We start to start going, we start flowing, act like we know him, this ain't a showing, this is the culture, ah, I said we fight against the devil and the vultures, we come to elevate, we keep it uncut, ah, open up your mouth so we give you what you want, ah, spitting these rhymes, yes, straight from the gut, ah, rising, 
rising high, high. I say goodbye to the negativity, to those who can't elevate with this energy of the femininity, of the power of persuasion. Ooh, ha, ooh. The girl's amazing. Yes, the name Tony Blackman didn't come here for the fame. Tony Blackman, yes, I run from the heart, no shame. Tony Blackman, remember, ah, I said I'm gone till November. What? No, I will be back in the fall, y'all. And we gonna answer this call, y'all. Raising this hip hop for all of y'all. Uh, and I'm gonna stand at five foot ten tall. Well, uh, look into my eyes. I want you now, yes, to recognize. When you see me, you will hear poetry and you will know that I be an MC. Uh, uh, no hesitation. Check the relationship to the groove all about this situation where we going why i keep flowing what i wapi march 30 i wapi where you see me set at wapi ma ma march 30 at k1 we gonna have a lot of fun son i i said the tables have turned turning tables i i tell no fables lyrically i'm able i Think of me, think of Blaze as the plug-in I be the cable Why I'm mentally stable Because I took time to clear my mind Because I took time to develop my rhyme Because I took time to build these skills Now I, I hope one day they will pay my bills But until then, I will keep my heart center Because when and where right here is where I enter I remove the splinters, the pain in my brain I, I don't intend to, to go insane So I come home to the motherland the mama land so that I can can survive this place heals my life the African sun upon my skin as the sun shines on the melanin said this beat DJ Andy be my friend thank you for the group ah uh, yes I'ma end why Yeah. Uh. Yo, 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 yo. That was fire. That was fire. That was fire. The sermon 2.0 and Una Filaji. Yeah, that's fire. True. Yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna play one more record and then yeah. get back and wrap this up, right? Alright, yeah. Alright, let's do this. Hey girl, gonna die on my bling bling bling. Pelican around. Hala girl, gonna die to the ting ting ting. Pelican around. I got dope, gonna die on my ching ching ching. Pelican around. Let me know why you call me the king king king. Pelican around. Pelican around. Hey girl, don't pelican around. Pelican around. Pelican around. Hey dad, don't pelican around. Hey girl, John, Pelican Arad, Pelican Arad, Pelican Arad. I'm making beats, catch a feeling, elevated vibe, and I'm staring at the ceiling. A lot of pain, but I'm healing. Remember rocks and trees, Mother Nature had me dealing. But now I'm vibing on a payroll, gang eating with me for my dogs, I'll never say no. Hardest in the game, but no, they do not play no. Hardest in the game, I'm blowing up like a volcano. Crest on the scene like whoa, whoa, whoa If they talking green, then I go, go, go Hating, but I saw them at my show, show, show Swimming to my vibe, cause I flow, flow, flow Man, I got the kick, I got the do, do, do I'm a 
Yo, we gotta go. It's time for us to step out the building. I saw a debate online about who the original Dizzy Flow CEO is. Let me tell you something. It is R to the AJ, Banana Boy, Raj. He's the one who started this whole Kissy rap ish. And then he put Smalls Lethal on the Dizzy Flow jam. And then it took off. Please. Don't get it twisted. One night in studio, and uh, we decide for yeah. real, for real, who's the king. Oh, Twitter, watch our tattoo. We have the studio. Small, yes. Nah, X-ray. X-ray yes. By the way, you need someone more. You need someone. I we gotta step out the building. Kabla hasana to zinia microphones, uku. Miss Tony, the yes. last word as we really as we go out. The last word yes. is um, I just want to thank uh, the people in Nairobi, particularly hip hop heads who've been so welcoming so warm um and that's just a dope feeling when you travel and and real recognize real and i always tell teachers when i do workshops for teachers you can if you can drop me anywhere in the world drop me out of an airplane if you can show me where the hip-hop heads are yeah tonight i have a place to sleep and something to eat that is true that is true check us out wapi march 30th be there k1 yeah it's gonna be lit it's gonna be lit so yes make sure that you follow the official hip-hop culture handles at AGC underscore live on Twitter and on Instagram as well and uh, hip hop culture on Facebook Kamakawa hip hop ni culture your love we out this building peace peace 103.5 Homeboys Radio Nairobi's home of hip hop culture yeah baby all the passion all the football Jose, 3-1 defeat after a fabulous start. The game just got away from you there. I have nothing, nothing to say. All the fans. No one cares about Liverpool. No one cares no about one Liverpool. changed on Merseyside apart from your manager's dentist. He can't jump anymore. So what's the point? And yet we keep him as captain. Tune into the Football Fan Zone every Saturday from 9 a.m. and every Sunday from 3 p.m. on 103.5 Homeboys Radio. Nairobi's home of hip-hop culture.